Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. Ladies and gentlemen, don't adjust your sets. I got something new for you guys. It's your boy Rance, aka Ray Cash. Uh, you guys are used to hearing me do the Chair Shot NFL. You know, uh, normally I'd be trying to get off that show, but oddly enough, it's a lot of sports going on right now, so I had to do an NBA show. And fortunately, I had to dig deep, 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 deep in the bag and pull out. A newbie to this podcasting game, a newbie to the chair shot roster, but not a newbie in my life. This is my day one-ish ace from literally birth. Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to introduce you to my big brother by three days. Uh, you can call him <laughs> Uncle Groot. I call him Trey. How you doing, sir? I'm good. I'm good. How you doing, man? Hello, America. Uh, I'm here. <laughs> My boy, Thicky Bernie Mac. Hey, just for the record, just before the show, before we started recording, as soon as we got on the call, my boy thought he was talking to the world. So I want y'all to know, this is this is new for my boy. But uh, we're going to make it. We're going to get there. Just a little, y'all know me, just a little info about this young man. This young man, if he uh, actually, oh, it's old, man. You're right, because you're old. Uh probably could have made the league if he really really would have put his all into it. Uh 
little undersized, but like if you watch the league now, what these boys are doing, <laughs> my boy could do. So he is not just some dude sitting watching the games, you know, just talking all this good shit. Like he comes with some a certain level of knowledge. But hey, I don't want to. I I don't want to explain who you are. You want to tell the good people a little bit about yourself? Yes, first and foremost, it's not too much to know about me. I'm I'm just a goat. That's it. Um, oh God, we gonna start there? Yeah, yeah. We just you know, aim high. So if you fall, you can still land on the clouds. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh so boy! You know, under the net, man. I'm not an expert. I just like a little basketball enough to know something. That's about it. Well, let's let's do a, a real quick introduce me kind of thing. So for those of you who don't know, uh, let's kind of do our like favorite teams, favorite players, stuff like that. So people get a baseline of who we are. Most people know, uh, especially uh, since I record my boy Tony all the time, old Milwaukee ass bitch. I am a Phoenix Suns fan. Mr. Groot, who do you rock with? Uh, currently. Cannot settle on one team. Currently, uh, you heard you, that right, y'all. You, you are a lifelong, a lifelong Phoenix Suns fan. That's, that's yes, sir. You are just a today Phoenix Suns fan. The game has changed so much that I don't necessarily have a team now. I do like um, anything in Texas, yep. because you know it's looking good right now for for the Spurs. Uh, this is good. The 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 Mavericks are who they are. Uh, it looked awesome on paper. Hard to watch with the eye. And the Rockets actually uh, have a lot of potential. Upside. Yeah, yeah, potential. But I I I can't watch yet with Dylan Brooks. I'm not a Dylan Brooks fan yet, and I don't see nothing positive about having Dylan Brooks on the team. So I'm not necessarily paying attention yet. Dylan Brooks is the quintessential I hate this motherfucker if I play against him, but if you play with me, I guess I gotta rock with him kinda dude. Like he's the he's that guy. Yeah I, I, I wouldn't even give him that. Those kind of people you you know, we, we rank them, you know, we gotta run our tests, hate them, but you know, I can play with him here and there. Um it's a few people who have that asterisk next to their names, but Dylan Brooks hasn't proved anything for me to be like, yeah, okay. Yeah. All right. And to be fair, Ron Artest is genuinely, and like I'm not joking wise, genuinely has problems. Dylan Brooks yeah. just an asshole. <laughs> yeah. There's a big difference. Um, you mentioned Wimby, so let's 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 get into this. Um we'll go around the NBA for a little bit. As I mentioned, I'm a Phoenix Suns fan. If you've been paying attention to the past week, Wimby came down to Phoenix and whooped our ass back to back. Um, the first game they came back, they uh, we were up by like 20-something. Cam Durant decided to hand the ball to your boy Keldon Johnson, lose at, lose at the last second with three seconds uh, to go. And then we, we play them the next night, and uh, Wimby goes for 38. Apparently, Phoenix forgets how to play basketball. Devin Booker is another meme. We already got the meme of him with uh, Luca. Now we got another one with him and Jeremy Sochan. 
so tell me what you think about Wimby so far, because, you know, we had some questions about the boy uh, before the season started. Let's be honest with you. I was, I wasn't believing. I wasn't a, a witness, I guess, per se. I didn't really. I was, it was just good to see another young kid with his statue, with his body, come to the league. I believe, yep. uh, do I like him? Does he have, you know, potential? And, yeah, he has a lot of potential. To me, shit, hungry would have been uh, a better pick uh, or it, w- it would have been a better player with a better upside to me in my eyes until the season started. And I must say now that I believe <laughs> this kid uh, might be the new face of the NBA in the next few years. I'm not going to put a timetable on it. Uh, I've always had a list of people who I keep a close eye on, who I think might be uh, pretty decent down the road. And a lot of times I'm, I might be right. Now, I might not say all these names. I've, I've been known to call a Kyle Kuzma before Kyle Kuzma was who he was. That's a fact, uh, for the record. Like, I don't like to give uh, this man credit for much. That's a fact. I call Kyle Kuzma, you know, a few other people. Uh, I, I call Bobo. Bobo has not lived up to the potential that I think he has, but he has some kind of potential deep down. What he's missing, maybe Victor Wimbignana can rub off on him and you know from a distance and hey man this is what we got so uh i am a believer in victor Wimbiana. i think he, he's gonna be all right he's gonna be all right in the nba so well look man i, I think the kid has talent i mean of course with the dude that big i say big i mean he's tall because you know the boy ain't no bigger than damn pencil but uh with dudes of that size you know the concern is injuries you know can their feet stay healthy? You know, I think of Bill Walton. I think of Yao Ming. I think of Sam Bowie. I think of Manu Bowl. Like so many of these guys, so many feet issues. Um, so I want, if they can keep that boy healthy, and if he can, man get that man on the weight in the weight room right now, because okay, so this, this is what I got. I don't think you know. Uh, let's not rest to put weight on him. Let that take. Yeah, yeah, time. yeah, yeah. I don't want I him. I don't it's... want him to get bigger. I just want him to get stronger. I think the foot issue is a valid point. I think, you know, just in the early, you know, early visual, his mobility, the way he can stretch and everything is far-fetched. You, you don't find this. The video of the kid doing the splits is ridiculous. It's insane. Uh, he's still young, so him having feet and leg problems, I don't know if He'll necessarily be one of those. I, I don't. We've never seen a seven footer do a split. That no, easy. no, sir. Um, yeah, man, the, the the boy gonna be a beast already. And the the most impressive thing to me about him isn't his size, isn't his length, isn't that the boy can do a split like uh, my boy on the cheerleading squad. It's that he already is an excellent defender. And I, I want his footwork to continue to grow, but he he's so damn long, and he got anticipation. Yeah. Like you remember Marcus Camby? Marcus Camby's probably the best help side big I've ever seen, at least in my generation, um, when it comes to shot block and stuff like that. Because most most defenders, most big man defenders are good on ball defenders. 
Marcus Camby was a help side guy. He got that. If he can keep that up, playing with Pop, straight. And that's the thing for me. So I'm. Mean, it's not even. He's winning games out here. He's yeah. winning. He's winning. He's finding a way to win games. He's not just showing up playing basketball every night. He out here trying to win, and that was evident with the two games against Phoenix. I would even most people would have expected him to lay down when they got down 18, 20 points. Yeah, this kid, you know, they didn't stop playing it too, and it's not just him; it's a team thing. But him coming into the system, this quick, figuring it out and winning games, you know, is pretty good to see so far. So. I hope they keep it up. Uh, it'll be good for the NBA to see San Antonio actually compete in the championships again in the near future. So they're due. They are due. It's been it's been too long for them to be that bad and pop ain't going nowhere no time soon. Um so as we currently speak, we're recording this on a Friday night. Uh tonight is the very first night of this what I'm gonna officially call the dumbass ain't got nothing better to do tournament. But, uh, yeah, for whatever reason, Adam Silver been pushing for this for years, and they finally got a tournament inside the season just to get us to the tournament after the season. Help me understand it. I don't know. But all 30 teams are in it. Um, I sent you the picture of all the courts, which <laughs> you trashed immediately. But, um, man, look, why do we need an season tournament, dog? I don't understand. Like, what else – is it that you're paying these dudes 20, 30, 40, 50 million dollars a year? You got to keep them motivated by giving them more money to play a game that they're already getting paid for? Like, I don't understand. Okay, so, I think you know that's a valid point uh, for the naked eye. That part is the you know, what we're we doing at this point, it's just a motivation tactic. Most people, most of the players in the NBA don't even know what's going on. They just playing the game that's on the schedule for the night. They don't mm-hmm. even understand the the um, the tournament. I do believe, you know, trying to figure it out for the last couple of days that it's not the motivation for the basketball teams. It's the motivation for America. We watch basketball and it's just the same. It's just it's the same these days. I think it's more um because they raise so much money, we got to dish out enough money to keep it balanced in these books. I think it's a real business side to this for them to have a random tournament. Uh recently we changed the names of trophies, MVP trophies and and all this. I think we just it's just another money plot. I could be wrong, but Again, just from the outside looking in, it's just another way to say, "Hey, let's 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 take your Friday night and have you sit down for the weekend and watch basketball." We know you have so much other things that we can be doing, yeah. but um, we make money with when you watch. So what we're gonna do is switch the courts. We'll give you an in-season tournament for the first couple of weeks in the season. That it don't make sense to me. We just started the season two weeks ago. We already we already tournament, tournament, yeah. Yeah. You know, like that's AAU basketball. That's middle school, high school basketball when we have tournaments the first few weekends. A lot of times we have, you know, the the, the basketball season just started and we're doing the holiday tournament in November and yep. December, you know, around Thanksgiving and all this. So I think 
that's what we have going on here. Just competition for attention. At the same time, uh, it's a let's raise more money because we have so much money. Let's find a way to get new money and kind of leak into. If you pay attention, we have they got new um, sponsors for these tournaments. Yeah, that's a good point. I've been thinking about that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like it opens up a whole different, you know, genre when it comes to money making. So New Jersey, right, they got right, jerseys right. for the thing. It's fair. Um, of course, now just for the record, the courts are horrible. Hey man, I like some of them, dog. I like some of them. I do. Horrible. We we we've turned this into NBA 2K blacktop. Yeah. And uh, basically, yeah. yeah. Well, we have a league for that, and I wish. <laughs> and go ahead and let the big three do what they do. I'm saying that right here. The big three, they should let the big three be great. Sponsor the big three. If you really want to, you know, put some money. I put some money somewhere. You sponsor the WNBA. You know, why not sponsor the big three and have a big money tree for everybody to eat out? So I don't think it's a. I agree. Be a bad thing. I agree. Can you imagine how 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 big that? I think of it, and this is, forgive the tangent, but I think when I said you make sense. You know, when the XFL came back and Rock bought it, um, the one thing he said was he wanted it to be player number 54. Basically, the dude who, the, all the dudes who just are just good enough to be the last dude cut from a roster. And what he did was he made a deal with the NFL to where they worked together. So that way it's almost like a scouting kind of real life scouting combine or, or, or company for the NFL. While yeah. it won't be the same way with the big three, because normally it's retired dudes or dudes that are just out the league. It could be the opposite of that, but it could, it, you know, they could work into it, man. So many of these dudes who are like, I think about a guy like your boy Carmelo, when he was going through what he was going through in the league, where we knew he could still play and play out. He was older. We knew he could still play, but he wasn't a star no more. And could he take that? Could he handle it? If the NBA had to deal with the big three where he could have made comparable money, he ain't going to make 20 million, 20 million no more. But like, can you imagine if Melo would have just went to the big three and it was, cause, and still would have been affiliated sure, with the NBA? Sure. And that's what I'm saying. They should always, they should always have that option. I think the one reason Carmelo did it or haven't, hasn't gone yet is because he knows that the NBA has a clause. You can't come back to the NBA after you go to the, the big three. I think that's the issue. We got to, you know, figure that out. Because you have yeah. a lot of players that sit right now who deserve to be seen, whether it's entertainment value, whether it's market value, or, you know, just to play basketball. We're talking John Wallace sitting at home. Dwight Howard, Paul, is sitting at home. Uh, <laughs> come on, Cameron. What would you do, dog? <laughs> you got James Wallace who will be at home this time next year if he don't figure it out. So you got a lot of known and good name players for the entertainment value at least. You know, let these guys play in the big three and field. You know, Boogie Cousins sitting at home. Now that that blows my mind. I I don't understand that at all. But we 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 got a hot take section coming, so save some of that for the hot takes because uh like you'd hit about three of them. Uh <laughs> the Boogie Cousins stuff pisses me off to this to this to this moment. I do want to kind of go through this this bullshit tournament for a second. Um, and let's the one interesting thing about it is to me is these teams are going to be drastically different now than they will be in 
April, May, right? There's still trades to be had. Still people are going to get picked up, get cut. Um, injuries may happen. Roster changes. Coaches may be in and out. So right now, like you said, you know, when you play AAU or middle school or high school ball, you, the early tournaments, you're not the same team at the beginning as you are at the end. So right now, right now, I want you to let's let's, let's kind of go through and pick who thinks is going to win these these brackets. So in the West, the West A block is the Memphis Grizzlies, the Phoenix Suns, the Lakers, the Utah Jazz, and the Trailblazers. If you had to pick right now, who do you think is going to win that block? The honest truth, I don't think the top tier teams even show up. Agreed. To necessarily, not necessarily compete, but to give you the, the playbook. In the tournament right now, showing all the plays you have, showing your game plan, doing all that is it's just diabolical. Why, why are we doing that? And we still want to play in June for the real championship. So with that being said, I think that most of your top tier teams really just doing open runs. These are good practices, but these games do count in the season, I believe. So we just we we're not playing to lose, but we're not playing to give you, you know, to give you our hundred percent effort as far as game plan. You might see a lot more bench players play during these tournaments. Uh, with that being said, I do believe that you're building teams, the new your new teams, uh, uh, your Portland Trailblazers, your Oklahoma, you know, a couple of teams who are just getting their feet under them, good rookies, a good potential. Well, in that block, you got the Memphis Grizzlies, you got the Suns, you got the Lakers, you got the Jazz and the Blazers. So if you, give me a pick. Who do you think is going to take that? Because the way you're talking, it's not like the Blazers. That's actually who I'm going with. I don't see Memphis competing for anything but free time uh, out of jail. So um, with the rest of them, I have to go with the Portland Trail Blazers. The Utah Jazz. Maybe one A one B, but I'm gonna go with the Portland Trailblazers. That's so. Know. It's funny, dog, because you kind of diss the team. I think is uh the favorite in this in this bracket. I think I like Memphis. Marcus Smart trying to get the get the squad right. They know they're going to have to stay competitive until Ja gets back. Otherwise, they have no chance in the West. They they are still a very deep team outside of Ja. They just need some leadership. The right guy to to be there for that leadership is a guy like Marcus Smart. You know, you already know how I feel about that coach. I think that coach is top notch. Uh, I got Memphis, dog. Um, B block for the West. You got the champs, the nuggets. You got the old folks home, a.k.a. the Clippers. You got the Pelicans, you got the Grizzlies, not the Grizzlies, I'm sorry, the Mavericks, and you got H-Town, you got the hometown, you got the Rockets. By the way, love the new H-Town jerseys, the city jerseys. Yeah, sure. Matt's getting one of them. Yeah, I'll just say, the H-Town, yeah, they could have kept the whole extracurricular activity thing for the, for the, for the NBA, the, the courts, the jerseys, they just... Show up in Clutch City, why don't we? <laughs> uh, the B bracket. 
first of all, if I can go back to the eight for a second, Memphis is, um, I'm praying for them. I don't see them being able to compete in the West anyway. I think it's just a little too much uh, for that particular team to handle. It's going to be tough. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 25 games at the gate, and then nobody in the league has forgotten nothing over the last, you know, two years with this team. Nothing. I saw Steph Curry put Dylan uh, Brooks on skating. He's not even with the team anymore. He had the boy, <laughs> you know, fighting for his life in one play. So uh, it's going to be, uh, you know, tough for Memphis to, you know, bounce back after 25 games. Marcus Smart, that's cute on paper, but Marcus Smart is Marcus Smart. I don't think Marcus Smart makes it as far as he does. Without yeah. the rest of the Boston Celtics, so we'll Maybe. see how that whole goes. Maybe. Yeah, so who's your pick? Who's your pick in the replay? I actually believe this. Believe it or not, I'm gonna have to go with uh, Clippers. I think this is the point where they get if they camaraderie together hmm. again. You know, like I said to me, you know, top tier teams not playing for nothing. Hmm. But this team, this team, is it really a top tier team? I think they sit right in the middle of the of the pack where it comes to uh, we can play basketball, we look good on paper, but we still got to show up and prove it. And uh, that's the problem that they've had for the last five years. We we look nice, we just haven't showed up together and proved it. This is where they get the camaraderie going. Now you you know that might be one team that is 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 actually good to have something to play for. Uh, the last few years, we've just been playing because we, we play in the NBA. We get to June. If we can make it to June, then we, we'll compete. A lot of times, you know, we might not make it to the first two rounds of the playoffs because, you know, my knees hurt, my, my ankle hurt. So, it's early in the season. This might be something good for them. Everybody still is potentially healthy at this point. This might be a good thing for them to get the camaraderie, get the legs under, get the whole competition feel as far as playing for a, a cup or trophy and, you know, get that chemistry together uh, with all those big-name players. You got Westbrook, Harden, uh, PG, uh, number two, I took a page from Skip Bayless right there. So, <laughs> I think that you know this is this will be good for them. So who you got, dog? Believe it or not, I got the Pelicans because uh, they better use Zion before he get hurt again in December. Okay, 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 okay. I I like it. I like it. Uh, and the C block, we got the Kings, the Warriors. T Wolves, the Thunder, and the aforementioned San Antonio Spurs. I'm guessing you lean the Spurs since Wimby out here balling. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go with the Spurs, man. It's hard to go against the Spurs right now. Agreed. Agreed. Although, you know, we me and you we discussed Wimby versus Chet Holmgren. I love what Oklahoma City is doing. That I, I I'm gonna go with the Spurs too because they've shown already they got that chemistry. Doug, you you might I could someone could talk me into OKC, bro. I gotta I just I just gotta say. 
All right, brother, let's get to this East. Uh, we got the Sixers, we got the Cavs, we got the Hawks, we got the Pistons, and we got the Pacers. I know we have a segment y'all don't know about, but we call it Basura Papi. This is the Basura Papi uh, block. This is trash. Yeah, um, the Sixers, the Pacers. I'm gonna be honest with you. You can just roll the dice, pick one out of two. <laughs> Straight up, dog. I, okay, if, if I had to pick today, Cleveland's probably the best team now that James Harden is gone. But man, I, I like what Tyrese Halliburton is doing in in, in um, Indy, bro. Like he 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 really trying to make his claim as one of, if not the best point guard in, in the game, pure point guard. So I like what they're doing, man. I uh uh yeah, I like what I like what he's doing, bro. So I'm I'm a, fuck it. I'm gonna go with Indiana. Why not? Why not? You know. Deep down, I want to as well. This is probably the one time I'm, I'm, I'm like, mm. only because um, the jerseys are horrible. The court is horrible. The court is horrible. And they had to know to score the first points in the season tournament, in the end season tournament, the, the Indiana Pope. So, um, <laughs> I'm definitely gonna have to go with you know what? Is this the is this the bracket with the uh is this the bracket with the with the Nets? No, no, no. This is the six no oh, that's the that's C. Hawks, yes. Hawks, Pistons. Hey, you know what? I'm gonna go with yeah. Pistons, man. I'm going with Pistons. Damn. Damn. Have to like America can't even name two players on the Pistons, and you going with them? I can name at least five. Uh, name them. Name them. Name them without googling. Cunningham. Yep. Ivy. Yep. Who? Oh, Doran. Okay. Yeah. Who's number four? Okay. James Wiseman. Um, oh. Okay. Okay. They got the Thompson. I don't know if it's Amir or Sheer. It don't. You know, they twins. We get it. They got yeah. It. Yeah, they twins. You get that pass. Um, and they got Monty Williams. I think the Detroit Pistons and uh, the Houston Rockets sit one A one B as far as my future potentials. Uh, all the way across the board. I like the coaching. The team, the, the the team is building off of each other with the coach with the new coaching for both teams. So I'm I'm gonna go with Detroit Pistons. I just like to tell America. Well, th- this is a global show. If you're listening from outside of America, we appreciate you. Uh, just want you to know this is probably the most the Pistons will be talked about on this show all year. <laughs> um, the B Block. You got uh, Milwaukee. You have New York. You got the Heat. You got the Wizards. You got the Hornets. Uh, I'm gonna go with uh, Gotham City, dog. I'm going with the Knicks, bro. And the Knicks can't win in the playoffs, so they might as well get this one, right? The Knicks' first game is going to be against Milwaukee. Okay, well, they may lose that game. 
But like <laughs> in terms of the block, I think I got I think um, the next. Oh man, I want to like the big man. They don't show up. Uh, when it's time to show up, they play really good. You know, they might even play really good this first game, and then the next game we like let's get rid of Julius Randle. So out of that, that group, <laughs> I'm going to have to go with the Bucks. Here's why. Uh. You don't really have to explain the Bucks. It's the Bucks, but by all means. You know, remember then the first, you know, the first group, I said that we might not even play all your top tier players. The top yep. tier teams don't have anything to really play for. That was yep. what I said. I think the Bucks team is the same thing. In that level, we don't really got too much to play for. But let's show these boys earlier that we are here and we see it and we go contend in general. A lot of people just calling this a fluke, uh, you know, like, uh, let's just put these boys together. It's going to be a skatewalk. I think this tournament is when they try to prove to themselves and prove to the world that they were made to do with each other. You know, we haven't seen Kobe and Shaq in a long time. We've seen Jordan and Pippen when we got Dwayne Wade and LeBron. We haven't seen a Kobe or Shaq. We haven't yeah. seen anything close since. Oh, three, oh, four. The last thing that we even remember close to Kobe and Shaq, maybe you got Yao Ming and T-Mac for a couple of games. Yeah. We haven't seen this in a long time. Uh, so I think they show up early and put the rest of the haters to rest for the rest of, for the, rest of the season as far as winning you know, tournaments and championships. Maybe yeah, that's what we're here for. That's what we're here for. And we not even go play with y'all out the gate. Let's just, let's just go ahead and show y'all early. We haven't even got it all together. We're not even going to run all our plays. We got a brand new coach. We out here just competing just to see if we can win off of just pure competition alone. And that's what you got from Kobe and Shay. Triangle most of the time works, but it works because they was the ones that made it work. Yeah. They, they take so much... It takes so much attention on the court that as long as you have shooters and spacing, someone's open, always. Most of the plays that won the Lakers games back in the day didn't have nothing to do with the triangle. They would tip, you know, shots to Robert Orr, uh, Brad Bradley, top of a yeah. rebound. Yeah, yeah, you, you know, like, so it wasn't the triangle that won. So let's just keep our plays and our holster. We just go go out here and play and see what we can do. And okay, that, that's a good team to be able to do that. Most teams can't show up every night and be, you know, in a conversation as far as winning every night. Some teams really got to show up and play. This is one team who can, you know, show up on a back to back jump and still compete for 48 minutes. And, you know, it, it helps a lot, I guess, to have Giannis' brother as the assistant <laughs> coach. So <laughs> they got the whole Antetokounmpo family. Down in Milwaukee now, bro. I think didn't oh, didn't yeah. want to compose become the mayor of Milwaukee or something like they've taken over, bro. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's good. I, you know, that's good for them. You know, just to have something to do. Uh, so it's, it's really good for them. 
Well, they rich for life because that man got two hundred plus million dollar contract. So that whole family eating for generations. Yeah, um, right. C C block and our final block is you mentioned a top tier team. We got one more. We got the Celtics. Then we got the Nets, the Bulls, the Raptors, and the Magic. I'm gonna throw mine out here real fast because I I really like what the Magic are building with uh, Paulo Bancaro, Franz Wagner. I do not understand what John Isaac does, but apparently everybody likes him. I don't get anything he's good at, but he's long. But Paolo's for real. But I'm going to go with the Nets, bro. Nets. Uh, Michael Bridges, Cam uh, Cam Johnson, you know. I'm a Suns fan. I always have love for them boys. And the most underrated weapon in the NBA, Cam Thomas. Boys, a bucket. He's getting 25 or bust. First two games this season, 30 points. Yeah, because they don't play him. First two games this season, he averaged 30. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, the boy boy can ball. It's just they don't want to put him in the starting lineup for whatever reason. The kid can ball, bro. Um, Yeah, who you got? Man, you know, it's crazy that you, you started off with uh, building up the magic and how you like the magic, and then you just went on over to the Nets, you know. Um, kind of pivoted. Or, you know, we're wrestling fans on this network. I swerved. I got to be honest with you. Um, I'm going to have to go with Let me say this first. Let me, let me say this. The Celtics will be one of the best teams in the NBA this year. Uh, probably the best. With, probably the best. Yeah, they got a chance to be to be great. Uh, I agree with you with the Magic. I actually can call out a few names on the Magic who are going to be great. Uh, um, Wagner, Franz, Franz Wagner. This yeah. Is put him on that. Put him on the list of. Names uh, to watch. Uh, yeah, Franz is a beast. They got a couple of good players. Again, Bobo was there just when I first caught on to Bobo. So, you know, Shout uh, out to the fact that Markel Fultz remembered how to shoot and is actually a good player now. Shout out to him. Yeah, trade Markel Fultz as quick as possible, please. Uh, on <laughs> Damn. <laughs> hey, shout out to that yeah, man. He's good. No, get rid of that bum. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, deal with y'all and to do with him. Let him go somewhere else and be great. Uh, you know, if I were you guys, I would I call Utah. Uh, go try to get Roy Martin. Something like that. Yeah, There's like no way in hell. There. No way in hell. But I but good try. I I drop Cole Anthony and uh uh Markel Fuchs right now for Lloyd Martin. With, uh, you better be trading nineteen. You better be trading nineteen ninety four Penny Hardaway too. <laughs> you had it. <laughs> you ain't got to even send uh, Jordan Clarkson. Just send me uh, Martin. And you can have one of the Bogner brothers. You can't have friends, but you can get the other one. We don't really want him. But, but I'm not speaking on behalf of him. at the point at this, you know, right now. Uh, shout out Toronto. Rest in peace. Everything got going on. <laughs> I'm yeah. actually going to have to go with the New Jersey. Excuse me, the Brooklyn Nets. Yeah, it doesn't matter. 
Yeah, I like the Brooklyn Nets. That's weird. They don't care. They don't care wherever they play, they trash. But I think they're going to be good now. Okay, so that's our breakdown of this dumbass tournament. Holla at me Christmas Day. That's all I got to say. Nonetheless, a lot of good basketball going on, some good games. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back. We're going to do some hot takes and uh, talk about some trash in the NBA. Or should we say, basura, papi. Give us just a second. We'll be right back. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, before we continue, I would like to remind you to go to prowrestlingtees.com slash the chair shot. Get some of them, uh, some of the good old merch, some good shirts. You can even get a soft style. It's extra five bucks, but it's nicer. You know, a nice little fabric on your skins. Um, yo, Trey, we're going to have to get a Basura Poppy shirt. I can yeah, work on that. Yeah. I can work on that. But... Let's get on. Let's get some of these hot takes out of here, man. I'm. I want to start if you don't mind because we're probably gonna both talk about this for a second. James Harden, dog, fuck this dude, bro. Four four seasons. I mean, four teams in four seasons, and he he would be on his list in general. But did you hear what he said in his press conference? He told he 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 blamed his issues with Philly was not giving him the ball enough but led the league in assists last season. And he said, I'm not a system player. I am the system. What in the Jay-Z blueprint are we talking about, dog? Really? So here's the issue for me. Uh, I, I'm, I'm not, I don't want to be a 
James Harden, Harden hater. But please do it. It's so fun. It's so fun. It's, it's, it's out of control what he's doing, but he's doing it and he's getting away with it and they didn't. Now, the only problem with me, I agree with you, what are we doing? How can we blame the system? And that system is not even in place anymore. That system left after the playoffs. As soon as the playoffs was over with, the first thing that they did was fire Dallas. So your system is gone. If that was going to be your excuse, you could have, you know, held that, showed up and played this year in a new system and then say, hey, with one system worked, the other one didn't. Or none of these system things worked. But you blame it something that was already taken away, you know, that shouldn't have been a problem this year. Uh, that's not a good look for me. And that's when, me personally, I start to become a hater. Like, what are we doing at this point? We're giving you everything you want, and you still want to blame everybody else for your problems. I wouldn't personally would have never said anything else about Philadelphia after I got in LA. You got to where you want to go. They took back whatever they took. I mean, they took back, you know, a couple of underground crackers and yo-yos. <laughs> um, you know, those hundred-gram crackers, you, you know, you touch them on, come out the bed, they break. Can't even really eat them whole. You got to break them down, eat them. So you don't really, <laughs> I, I'm not, you know, you, you blaming everybody else for the problem is beyond me. I just don't get that part. Again, I would have just came here, kept my head down with the work, improved it on the court. I still am who I am. Uh, I think it's off to a right to start already with the Clippers, with him going to the Clippers, because he's still holding on to baggage in Philadelphia. And he haven't even been around there, you know, in weeks. He showed up to a couple of games last week, but uh, that was just in hopes of playing at that point. You already, you know, played your hand at that point. Man. Can't really burn too many bridges is what we were taught. But James Harden, you know, burn the bridge, take the ladders, he come to the other side and look at you on the other side and say, you should have been the one that was on the bridge trying to get across, not me, but I'm over here now. It's just ridiculous. So, you know, big ups to him. I hope he stays safe out here in these streets and, you know, have a good season. Did you hear that Kawhi Leonard made it to a strip club? That's awesome, man. <laughs> new, new beginning, so. Let let the record show that the big ups came from Trey and not me, because fuck that dude. One, I'd like, I, I wish him health and prosperity, but I want nothing to do with him. I don't ever want to hear his name again. I think James Harden, look, man, you and I grew up with dreams of being in the league. Like our goal, uh, me and Trey's goal growing up as kids were to be the best player on this team and the best player on this team and meet in the finals and play against each other. And that that was our dream. Clearly it didn't happen, but like we've wanted to be ball players our whole lives. And so from, from dudes, specifically me, who's watched this game my, my whole life, loved this game, tried, played this game, to see a dude who has all the talent in the world, to see a dude who makes all the money in the world, and, like, he's the type of guy that gives basketball a bad rap. Because, like, at what point is enough enough? At what point can you take responsibility? At what point can you be accountable for what you've done? You said it perfectly. You said it 1,000% perfectly that 
if the system was a problem, they fired the dude who was the system for you. For you. If you can't make it work with the MVP of the league, who can you make it work with? I don't understand. Now, now I can I can understand. I want to play at home. All right, cool. I get that. But you understand that you've lost your benefit of the doubt when you were in Houston and, oh, I want to go play for Daryl Morey because he left. And you went to Daryl Morey. You, you couldn't get to Daryl Morey, so you went to go play with your boy KD again and Kyrie. I want to be in Brooklyn. You got to Brooklyn. Kyrie acted a plum-ass fool. He left. I want to be gone. I want to go play for Daryl Morey again. You go play for Daryl Morey. You play with the MVP. Daryl Morey, who's the the only person who's a bigger fan of this man, of his man, is James Harden, mama, and his grandma. Other than that, like, it's it's Daryl Morey number three. Daryl Morey go to sleep in James Harden 90s, bro. Like, he loved his man. And you hate this dude because he wouldn't trade you? Or because well, he know. didn't give you the money that you said you wanted? When you clearly are the reason why you're not making that money because nobody trusts you enough to give you the check? In fact, real quick before you go, Trey, it has been reported, and it's a report, I believe, because it comes from reputable sources, that the Rockets were going to offer him the max, but he wanted to be the old James Harden from 2013. And they're like, nah, son, can't do that. We've moved on. Which will take me to my next point. What exactly is James Harden thinking that he's going to get out of playing in LA with these Clippers? With these Clippers who have a system, a certain system. Yep. Uh, matter of fact, you know, I wouldn't be too far fetched to say that they're not too far away from the Doc Rivers system. I mean, well, look who Talu played for. Look who Talu played for, and look a lot of Talu uh, assistant coaches, San Francisco. Uh, yep. Now, now, I'm, I'm, I mean, you know, like you know, these was coaches who've been with him. You know, they might be a different place now, but a lot of this stuff that Talu knows comes from that same system. Talu mm-hmm. was the coach when the when the when the when the Cavaliers won the championship. Where was Talu coaching at uh, when uh, Doc Rivers won the championship? No, you, so, you it, know, it, I, it's straight I, up. I, yeah, I think, uh, I think uh, this whole system thing is. Crazy again, though. Here's why um, I don't necessarily. I can't be as hard on as on on him as I should or probably want to. A certain part of me realized that at some point between the '80s, the '90s, the 2000s, we failed a whole generation and beyond. Uh-oh. And when I say Failed. Uh, we got a bunch of babies who feel like they're entitled to a bunch of stuff. And what happens to us, who are not necessarily old school, but brought up by old school people, we decide that, you know, we want y'all to have a better life. We want this younger generation to have a better life than we have. So it's for me to help you get a better life. So, yeah, let me get you the plane, the jet. Let me get you the life that you desire. So that way you can still be great for me. Dal Moore and James Harden both took a bit a gamble on each other. They both won. Mm-hmm. Big time. They both won. They both won with each other. And to the to the you know factor where it got to the point where as long as you're around, I got you. If you ever need me, call me. 
We are dream girls. We are friends. We, we, we <laughs> best friends. We, we ride together. We die together. Bad boy for life. You know, Let's like, go. This is what we're talking about with James Harden and uh, Maury. Up until childish one or the little kid one or the one, the younger one, the one that we failed generational-wise, uh, couldn't handle a little sternness. A little sternness. Somebody is putting their foot down and saying, hey, you know, I'm used to giving you what you want, but I still got to be your elder. I still got to show you the right way. I still got to do this the right way. It's still a business at the, on the end, at the end of the day. Uh, um, it's not for me to give you everything. And he still got everything he wanted. It turns around the point of the finger at Darren Moore. Now, it's ironic. It's not ironic. It's just crazy to me. It blows my mind that this whole time, Darren Moore hasn't really said too much bad about James Nothing. Harden. He's just Nothing. Been saying yeah. that the situation is crazy. You know, the Clippers, they don't want to do this and such and such. But he never has said, uh, James Harden doesn't lie you. James Harden didn't deliver. James Harden didn't show up all these years when I needed him to in game five, game six, game seven. James Harden didn't miss 22 threes by himself and when he was with the Rock, you know. Or has he said anything, which is crazy, but um, that just goes to show how uh, the generation that we feel is, I mean, that's all the way across the table. I know a lot of grown-ups today who blame everybody else for their problems and seem to forget when it was you being down more to them, you know, putting them in certain situations to be great, helping them out along the way, you know, you rub my back, I rub yours. It's a lot of people who I know, you know, in this everyday life who are entitled to something that if not for them, you know, at a certain point, it wasn't James Harden that was handling the business. It was just James Harden that was receiving the benefits from Dow Moore handling good business. Yep. I I'm all I'm all let's say I'm all for player empowerment. I, I I am. I'm actually a big advocate of it. For far too long, in all of these leagues, owners, these teams. Uh, these leagues have been able to do whatever they wanted to these players. They can trade them however they want. They can cut them, whatever. So I think it's good that the players have a sense of empowerment and some, a certain level of some control over their own careers or whatever. I, I'm I'm all for that. But when you see James Harden throwing this fit and get making him getting getting him traded from four teams in four years, and that is and for the most part, irreparably ruined all four of these teams. When you see a guy like Kevin Durant who signs a brand new deal in the offseason and then midway through the very next season, the first season of the new deal, I want to be traded. Like, these are the things that make you question, well, man, is this is player empowerment what it should be? Because it's like, I'm all for your contracts need to be guaranteed. Yes, I agree. Um, you deserve to have the right to request a trade. Yes, I agree. But at a certain point, you can't hold a team hostage, dog, because, like, it's not just you on the squad. This is not tennis. This is not golf. This is not an individual sport. There are 12 to 14 other players on this team. There are six coaches. There are staff members. There are people who literally depend on you to make their living. 
when LeBron left Cleveland the first time, like it was a billion dollar swing in the the uh, business of Cleveland. Like literally, downtown Cleveland did not make that. It was like a billion dollar loss over a number of years when he left compared to when he was there. The revenue that he him being in the team on the team in the city garnered. So like. I don't expect these guys to walk around with that weight because they're just ball players. They're dudes. I, I I respect that. I get that. But it's just it's maddening to me as a guy sitting here watching the sport, you know, paying my money to enjoy and catch all these games and watch all these different uh, games and follow these teams and whatnot. And to see these dudes, the top level dudes at that, I didn't. You know, let's even throw Damian Lillard some smoke because that dude was the most loyal dude in the league and deserved and had every right to request a trade. Like he did put his time in. But the time to request a trade should have been before the draft. You screwed your team. Just a side note, just a side note, just a side note. Damian Lillard never would have requested a trade if he knew he wasn't leaving his wife. All right, go ahead. (laughs) Okay, there's a hot take for you. All facts, all facts. I, but I'm, but I'm just saying, dog. If you're gonna do it, like to play the wishy-washy, the whole world knew you wanted to be out of there, dog. And the whole world knew the Blazers were going in a whole different direction. So for you, like you mad that they did? Who did you expect in the draft at number three or number two? Who did you expect? Like, I, I, I get Brandon Miller isn't a, isn't a point. Cool, but Asura Thompson is a point. Amen Thompson is a combo guard. Like, who the fuck did you expect? Like, I don't understand. The, the sense doesn't make, like, the math ain't mathing to me. So, yeah. like, it, it just, it, it gives a bad image of the league. It gives a bad image of the players. If we want to get a little deeper, which we don't have to, I really don't want to in this uh, in this conversation, but it gives a bad impression of people as black men. Like, all this money we're getting, and we're going to act a plumb-ass fool for for nothing, it 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 just it's not a good look. All, all of this is all of this is fact. I do believe that uh, somebody in the league office just um, took that same sentiment and said, "Hey man, push this trade. Let's get this over with because we got to get this off the books. It's just bringing too much, you know, of the wrong attention for the wrong reason. Uh, you know." I can't. I will say that James Harden played his hand, man. Uh, again, Brandon Don Bridges might just be his thing. This, this kid literally went to China and told China one of the biggest uh, business, you know, investments as far as the NBA ever. China yep. itself. Yep. And told them, you know, Don Moore is a liar at this point. You open up a whole can of, you know, it's just so much behind the story. For the record, James Harden haven't been to China in four years. Why would we go this year? Yeah, that's a good-ass point. That's a good-ass point. By the way, who, who, by the way, Trey, who's China's favorite team? Who is the favorite team? Yeah. The Houston Rockets. There you go. And James Harden was the face of that team for seven years. So and, uh, when he said this, at that point, unbeknownst to us, we didn't know at the time. He, he must have been having conversations with the Rockets too. 
thinking he was coming back to the Rockets. You know, we didn't know that at that point. That Great point. He wanted to come to the Rockets, and uh, hey, you know, uh, I still want to be the same James Hart, and the Rockets I shut him down. Uh, that's part of burning bridges, man, because he's coming back to the same Raphael Stone who he put him in a position to get rid of you too. This was his first major move. Now you want to come back? So, and when you said what you said about China, you do, you know, realize Raphael Stone at that point was Dow Moore's uh, junior. You know, he's he's the the offspring of Dow Moore. So you want to you talk bad about my people and then come back to my, you know, to my thing. That's not going to work. So shout out to Dan's Hoy mom, though. <laughs> hey, Mama Harden. Hey, Mother Harden. Got to be strong to handle the center stuff. But I believe she's still holding it down at eight pounds. If you single, holler at me. Um, no, please don't. Please know. don't. Please do not. Please, please ignore that. Please. So hey, so we 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 hit some hot takes, but we've talked about some stuff that I think deserves to say by Soda Poppy. Uh, so your your boy uh, James Harden and the whole situation deserves that. But I'm I got one for you. If by Soda Poppy to PJ Tucker, the only reason you in the league, dog, is because you're James Harden's best friend, bro. <laughs> Yeah, at this point, uh, you eat you eat with James Harden. It's like uh, it's interesting, man, because the only reason PJ Tucker even had a contract as decent as he does, PJ Tucker is the is the epitome of triple singles. This guy show up and don't don't you know he might not even shoot the ball. At all, like under his own wheel, just not even he may not even shoot the ball, you know. So, the only reason you got the contract you do have is because of James Harden. Uh, now, let me say this I want this to be on record, man, because I'm not a PJ Tucker basketball fan, I am a PJ Tucker personality fan. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Personality, I have seen PJ Tucker around, uh, he's never been. You know, Jerk, asshole. Uh, this is the kind of guy who drives with the with the sunroof off downtown, light stopping at all the lights, just to wave at the people. You know, stay over there though. But you know, it's good. Hey, <laughs> you know, so I am a PJ Tucker fan, but um, uh, and I do think he deserves a spot in the league. I don't know if it's just necessarily. That spot. Standing at 6'5, I need PJ Tucker to be coming down a, you know, on a couple of little tween tweens, step back, mm. you know, heavy late. You don't get none of that. The defense is cool, the defense is nice, but the defense is back in the 80s and the 90s. Nobody playing defense these days. Nobody has to play defense these days. It's all about outscoring the opponent. You don't care about. I disagree there. I disagree with that, but I, I I see where you're coming from. But dogs, you got to have somebody that can defend. And and I hey, PJ Tucker is PJ Tucker is just black Shane Battier, like that. Back in there, and what 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 age is it? It's the '90s and the 2000s. And I agree, you do have to have somebody 
that can play defense. But if they can't score, then you missing a man. You down a man on offense. Prime example. If Giannis couldn't give you 18, 20, 25, 30 a night, if Giannis only giving you 8 to 10 points a night, Giannis is not the Giannis that we know him as. Very no, great I, defensive player. But I, so, we, missing, we, 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 you know, they down. Let me tell you, okay, this, here's another prime example. Same team, Milwaukee. Jay Crowder, I don't think was uh, either part of anybody's team offensively. Hey, man, when he was a Phoenix, Jay gave us 15 tonight. And then when they got rid of him, he had a hard time getting that same. That same Jay, Jay Crowder didn't even play in the in the playoffs last year. I I think your perfect was, example is actually Rudy Gobert. That's the perfect example for you. What's sure, Poppy? I've been waiting on him. What's <laughs> Rudy Gobert is he's probably the example of we need Boogie Cousins in the league. Uh, Dwight Howard could deserve to be in the league. That's the example that I'm giving you, Rudy Gobert. This is horrible. I don't even know. I, I guess this guy, I don't want to say that, man, but seven feet. Uh, for what? What are we doing with your, with your height, bro? <laughs> hey, you don't, you don't rock he, with the Stifle Tower, bro? He's a great defensive player. He can block shots. He, he can do that. He can't catch an alley. He can't throw a pet. He can't. Uh, it's, it's, you're, missing, you're missing at least 15, 20 points. Rudy Gobert, and you stopping, you know, eight to ten points a night. But you missing fifteen. If you can't match the defense with the offensive plus minus, maybe I should say it like that: the plus minus defensive offense. And we, we we don't really need it. Brooke Lopez has remained in the league as long as he has because he's a spot up shooter. But the threes up, bro. Yep. You know, this is why two blocks, ten assists, everybody's a game. Yeah. You know more about a Brooke Lopez than you do a Mitchell Robinson. But Mitchell Robinson, I love is Mitch. Higher rated. He's probably the highest. I love rated. Mitch. It's 2K. But Mitchell Robinson catching alleys and doing all this. Oh, we know Mitchell Robinson. Nas Reed. Ooh. Nas Reed scored 25 the first game of the season. Nas Reed is a guy that why I still don't understand why they traded for for Rudy Gobert when they had Nas Reed the whole time. Right, 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 right. And remember they had Brent, not Brandon Clark, um, Jared Vanderbilt, and who else? They had another big that came off the bench. It was it was real nice. Like they had nice bigs. The problem was Cat. That's the problem. Problem with Cat, and then you put the Cat, and then you put uh Gobert together. You, you, that was to offset. Cat could play offense, but all right on defense. Cat Cat can't really play offense. Give him a wide open shot. Yeah, yeah. You give him a wide open shot. He'll take it. He gonna hit. Cat not getting big in the block, going up, dunking it. So the problem, I think, you know, what they tried to do was close up the tank. That way, one can take one side, the other can take the other side. And one want to go, the other one come out, pop, boom. That was how it was supposed to work, but um, Masura, what's your Masura party? <laughs> I really feel bad for Minnesota fans because you got a lot of potential on paper, 
I don't know how you put all that potential together. The best thing, the only thing that probably helped, I hope they hear this, maybe this will give y'all some motivation. This is the Charles Barkley side of me. The best thing that's going to help the Minnesota Timberwolves at this point would have been Flip Sunday. And unfortunately, Damn. we don't. Damn. Yeah, because that's what you need. You need that. Like I was saying earlier about the generation that, that we just lost. You just need an old head that know the game good enough to come in and say, hey, you know what, this is how we're going to do it. We're going to make it work. If it don't work, we're going to stick to something that will work. But they can't find what works because every single game gives them something different. This is why Anthony Edwards is not consistent. He's good, but he's not consistent. And he went to Team USA. He had a system. He had a system. And the system wasn't even supposed to work out for him. He just ended up excelling in that said system because he had something that he knew what he was going to do every day. He knew what his role was. And from his role, it could be, he can either make it greater or somebody else was go benefit from it. But it was a team effort at the end of the day. I don't see a team in Minnesota. I see three different all-star caliber players who want their team to win, so let's do what we got to do, you know. And when that don't work, we play one-on-one. And everything's part of it. There's only so many teams who can do that, Who's, you know, who can play one-on-one for a few minutes until everything else falls in place. Only so, you know, so few is so very few. I just want to say, uh, I want to throw a quick Basura Poppy, man. These damn city uniforms, dog. Like, it's like four, five of them, then that'd be nice. But these joints, trash, bro. Like, I'm, like I'm embarrassed to, like, look at half of them, dog. It's, 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 it's bad, bro. Shout out to, shout out to Houston's. Shout out to the Utah's. Even though, you know, we hate Utah here in Houston. There's a couple of them that's nice, but like by and large, these joints is garbage, dog. I love how Denver's city jerseys are numbers that have the same font as the number. Yeah, those actually, uh, you know, that's just uh, a mile, a mile high. Yeah, five yeah, five thousand two hundred eighty is is a mile in feet. Yeah, I think that's pretty dope. I know I like the idea, but you can't make it the same font. <laughs> it's got, it's got to be different. Yeah, um, I don't like none of the jerseys. I mean, I the, the whole maybe I would have to see what the court. You know, they have certain city courts for city. Well, they're on now. They're the they're actually about to. They got the city jerseys and the city court right now. They just tipped off because uh, as we're as we're speaking. The Bucks just beat the Nets, not the Nets. The Bucks just beat the Knicks, and now the champs are playing the the Grizzlies, not the Grizzlies, the Mavericks. Why I keep getting them mixed up? So basically, them uh them white slow European boys about to come out here and act a fool and show show the league what's up. Yeah, I've been watching the, the last couple. I watched the last. I watched the Portland, Portland. and they're walking in. Uh, are they wearing the city jerseys tonight? They're wearing the city jerseys, dog. Well, Denver is not not a uh, not the Mavericks. I mean, yeah, I see Denver. 
So what what it's looking like is the home team wears the city jersey. This is what I can tell. I guess they're going to support. Yeah, this. Uh... All right, you, you got any more? You got any more trash you want to hit before we uh take one more break and get to get to the some fun things to get to I'm end the show. I'm a distance. This is like it's supposed to be Golden State court. Yeah, the the blue and the orange, the blue and the yellow does it. I don't, I don't get it. I don't understand. Sure. But sort of um, poppy to the courts. How about that? Do I have any more sure poppies? I don't. At the moment, I don't. Man, I don't have anything else. Well, save it for next week, cause uh, we trust me. I plan on this to be a regular thing, so we can pull out all this trash that's happening in the NBA, cause it's a lot of it. We got one more break. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be right back. All right, Mr. Uncle Groot. I I want to do a segment every week where we point out the, M- the, the awards of the week. We give the best MVP, best rookie, best coach, and best team of the week. But instead of that, since this is the first time we're doing this, I want to predict the awards for the year. So I want you to give me who's going to be the MVP of the year, the rookie of the year, the coach of the year, and who went in the chip. So let's start with the MVP. Who's going to be the MVP, sir? Oh. 2023-24. MVP most valuable player, which I do believe is the Michael Jordan Award now. Oh, please uh, don't name it that bullshit. God. Um, the original goat, by the way. Um, no, there's a lot of goals before him, but sure. Nobody was even considering the word goat until he got Michael Jordan. Just, Kareem? Just, Nobody was even using the word. We just said that Kareem was good. He's a hell of a player. That's all you got. That's the most you got from Kareem. Man, you don't know that because you wasn't you wasn't alive in the sixties or the seventies. <laughs> which is accurate. Which is, which is accurate. Which will, which will, which will furthermore push my point. You know, those guys were goaded back then. I think our parents were instilled in us the real meaning of a goat instead of us trying to figure out which one. Well, well, let's be real. Your daddy don't even like basketball. I don't know my daddy. So, I mean, what are we talking about? <laughs> just, just, for the, just for the record, though, LeBron will be the GOAT. No questions asked. If he was, if he played before Mike, that's a fact. All facts. Kill nobody. nobody say Michael Jordan would be the GOAT. I mean, uh, LeBron James would be the GOAT. Forever, if he played before Mike, the most we know about Mike is that he was, you know, he was great. He was a good player, but he ain't reached as many points as Mike as LeBron James. He didn't win, you know. Like that's what we would have said. Oh, he got more championships, yep. but so did Robert Orr. You know, but, he, but Jordan ain't winning for three different teams. Yeah, you're right, straight up right. Uh, um, MVP of the league, and um, I really uh. This that one was tough for me. I don't even remember writing anything down. Just off the top of my head, man. Watching Jason Tatum play his first couple of games. 
it's going to be hard to not give Jason Tatum. Uh, not to have him in the top three MVP for most. I'm going to go with Jason Tatum. You know, man, like, there are moments where I get, like, I'm upset. Like, I'm happy, but I'm upset. Because I told your ass this last week that Jason Tatum was going to be an MVP. And, of course, you're going to come on this damn show and take my pick. Yes, I think, I call me crazy. Call me crazy. Jason Tatum's going to win the MVP. I think the Celtics win 70 games this year. I think the Celtics are that damn good. Like, I love Marcus Smart. I think he's a great player. He does everything he was asked to do. But they, uh, they, they upgraded with respect to Dame, Dame Dollar. No position was upgraded in the NBA more than getting fucking Drew Holiday over there. The, what he will do for that team with Porzingis. Porzingis is a fourth best player, dog. Name me a fourth player on the squad better than Porzingis. You can't. So, yeah, Jason Tatum's going to ball, bro. 25, 8, and 8 for a 67-plus 60, win team. I agree. I don't even think we need to talk about Rookie of the Year because while I love to give Wimby – I mean, while I love to give uh, Scoot Henderson and Chet Holmgren some love, Wimby already, run, Wimby already runs this bitch, and this is real week in the season. Wimby has won uh, – Brandon Miller might be a close second before Chet. And, and again, and but don't forget, Chet Holmgren's a rookie this year. So I understand. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I understand it, but I think Brandon Miller will be a better because he has so much flexibility, so much. Uh, That's fair. That's fair. You know, so much room to make plays and do what he does in Charlotte. Nobody out there is really. Yeah, the, he's a team. Is a team. Is a team. So you know, Chet, yeah. you know, has to get in where he fit in, but he's going to get his numbers. Let me ask you this, just to piggyback on. The upgrade of the Boston Celtics was the upgrade necessarily defensively, or is it more because you got a player who can go get a bucket when you need a bucket? Well, both. As great as Marcus Smart is, Marcus Smart's the first guard to win Defensive Player of the Year since Gary Payton. Drew Holiday's better. On top of that, Drew Holiday can get a bucket. So, yes, I think in both ways, but more than anything, more than that. You know, there's a there's there's a lot of talk about leadership in the NBA and mm-hmm. in sports in general. There's the question, does the best player of a team have to be a leader, have to be the leader? And there's a lot of cases where the best player isn't the leader of the team. Perfect example. Draymond is the leader of the Warriors. But everybody knows Steph is the Hall of Fame. Right. Uh, which, and I, I think Jason Tatum is vocal enough to be a leader. Um, Jalen Brown has some leadership qualities. Like they got people in a locker room that lead, but Drew Holiday's won Man of the Year like every year, dog. They might as well rename the the the, the award after him. That man is a leader on and off the court, and he and he brings people together. People play better when they play with him. Like if this was 2K, he would have a floor general badge because people just play better with with Drew. So I just think in every way possible. It's an upgrade. And that's no diss to Marcus Smart. It's just Drew's that good. Is that a downgrade for Milwaukee? I think so. I didn't like the trade when it happened. I I love the idea of putting Dame and uh, Giannis together. I think they may be, like, made for each other from a basketball standpoint. But as a team, 
the the team's not better with Dame. Giannis is, but the team as a whole, I don't think is better 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 with Dame. Okay, I'll just get going with that just to kind of piggyback off the point that I made uh, in the last segment. As far as the you know losing a player with defense and offense, man, you didn't lose too much. Uh, nobody lost in Boston as far as the trade. The trade is an upgrade. Uh, you know, the defensive side, you was going to get what you was going to get from Marcus Warren. What you missed that, somebody else can go get another bucket. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, when and you missed that with Marcus Smart, which, I, which again, I say, now you're playing four on five when it's offense, even when you put Derek White in. Now when you put Derek White in, you've got two defensive guards, plus you got two offensive players who can go get a bucket in their own respect. You didn't get that from Marcus Smart. Agreed. And the, no, that that your point is very valid on that one. I, I got to give it to you. And then I forget, I love me some Robert Williams, but now with the uh, with the opportunity of having Horford and Porzingis on the court together, if you want to go big or you want to go small and have Porzingis and Tatum at the four, like the possibilities you have as a coach, like, it, you know, it's for the record, Boston trade trade Al Horford. Uh, it's no love, and you know, it's no loyalty in the NBA. Um, Kevin Durant didn't win his first ring until he left Oklahoma and went to Golden State. There's no loyalty in the NBA. In the NBA. You don't owe Al Horford anything. It's time to let him go. Thank you. Well, they know loyalty in the NBA because this is Al Horford's second time with the Celtics. Remember that? It's <laughs> true. They traded him it's once true. before. <laughs> it's true. We still ain't got nowhere. So, with that being said, Coach of the Year, do you have um, not Emade Odoka as Coach of the Year? I don't know that fool's name. What's 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 the dude's name in in uh, Boston? The dude that's in Houston right now, or in Boston. No, the dude in Boston. I call him not Emade Odoka because basically he replaced Emade. Joe Mazzula. Joe Mazzula, you know, would never be Emade Odoka. Real quick, real quick, uh, shout out to Emma Doka, man. I just want you to know you to go. Uh, oh anybody, anybody that'll cheat on Neil Long and keep a straight face deserves to be goaded. And, and sir, you have all my respect. Who, thank you. Who's, who's the toxic goat in history? More is it, is it Emma Doka or is it uh, Eric Benet? You, you really want to answer? I, I kind of do, actually. <laughs> okay, let's get off the basketball for a minute. The toxic <laughs> goat, the most toxic goat, I don't care, ain't no runner up, ain't no 1A, 1B, is this person, and then there's a lot of space, and then anybody else. The, the most toxic person in America today is Jada Pinkett Smith. Oh, yeah, fair enough, fair enough. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's nothing else needs to be said. Yes. <laughs> I'm, definitely, I'm definitely going with Jada Pinkett as the gold toxic, you know, like, she got me out here slapping, you know, slapping other people, other men, and then don't even, you know, come out months later, hey, we're not even married. He just did that because he liked me a little bit. No, the cold part is she says she was more shocked that he called her his wife than she was yeah, the yeah, slap. <laughs> That's crazy, Dog, what man. are we doing? Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, America, be careful. Toxic people like this. This man has literally lost 
You know, I don't know if he lost or not, but that's a big hit. You standing well, up for you fighting for all this stuff that ain't gonna fight for you. Uh, that 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 got to hurt. So you know, shut up to Tupac. Well, he he definitely he got out. Tupac. He got out way before before he even you know he knew. <laughs> Yeah. I don't. Shout out to Tupac. Is that why he went to Vegas that night? He, got to, he went to Vegas that night hoping somebody went on ahead and oh took him. Oh, God. He, the, he thoughts of, the thoughts of Uncle Groot do not reflect those of Jerry.com. That's funny as hell. I got Joe Missoula. I, I, I think, I don't think he's a great coach, but any team wins 70 games. You got to give him coach of the year. Okay. So you going with Joe? Unfortunately, yes. Uh, I don't. I don't believe in this dude. I don't think he's a good coach. But I mean, like I said, seventy wins, dog. You you can't fight that. All right. This gonna be. Um, this is going to be. Uh, uh, I don't know which word I'm looking for. First and foremost, let me say a uh, uh, big prayers to Bobby Knight and his family. One of the best. Rest in peace. Yeah, do it in basketball, and, not just you know, just in basketball. Period. And R.I.P. Walter Davis, Suns Hall of Famer. Yeah. yeah. Right. Uh, my coach of the year, man. Believe it or not, is going to be the goat. It's the year to come back. Uh, great pop. Dog, Hoppers that's a good choice, dog. Hoppers gonna win coach of the year this year, man. That's a good choice. Like, I'm kind of mad I didn't think about that because they might win 50 games if they if they stay like this. I don't know if they have the depth, but like if with Keldon Johnson's always been nice. Wimby, Sochan, like they they got some pieces. So yeah. are you bold enough well, to say they're, they're, gonna, they're win? gonna have to stay? They're gonna mm-hmm. have to stay healthy. Um that's that's gonna be tough. You got a bunch of young legs out there, but I think you know he's gonna have them in a good in a good position. So, are you bold enough to pick them to win the chip? Because we got to pick our champion of the season. They're not gonna win the chip. Real quick, another shout out. Shout out to Mike Malone. Yep, uh, and his family. Yep. You mean his his sons, aka the Lakers? Well, you know, shout out to the Lakers, but you know his Michael Malone uh, father passed. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out, shout out to Mr. Malone. Good point. A week before the season started. Shout out to Coach Malone. Yeah. Uh, my NBA champion this year will be. Oh man. Um. Ah, uh, I don't know. I don't know, man. I'm gonna have to go with. I'm gonna have to go with Golden State. Golden State. You think they get the one more? You think they get one more, and he beats Bron? Okay, who they beating? They 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 going to be. They gonna be. Hey man, you know this is this is real hard. I'm gonna re- I'm gonna recant that statement. Uh oh. I think the Boston Celtics. I think the Boston Celtics beat Golden State. We have our first recant of the night. Boston beats Golden State. Over. And, and I'm writing this down, by the way. 
So I have the same champion. I have Boston. But I, I think in yes, I'm a homer, but I, I, I legitimately think we may the Suns have a very underrated uh bench. Drew, Drew Eubanks was a big get. Um Grayson I was gonna say Grayson Waller. Sorry, wrestling fans. Grayson Allen. Uh, <laughs> Grayson Allen, Yuta Watanabe, like Eric Gordon is huge. We have some sneaky good pieces. You still haven't said the goat or the bitch over there, man. I'm I'm trying to give you a chance to say the goat. Oh, well, he's not gonna thank play. He's not gonna play. Most of the players won't play. Yes, he's gonna play. He's gonna get quality time. He's gonna have to get quality time, or they'll never be. Uh, they won't be San Antonio. They don't play Bobo. Well, we haven't been San Antonio yet in two games, so I mean, <laughs> what can you do? And, and, and I respect them being your champion. Uh, I got to give Bradley Bill to play at least, you know, four games. First, so. I'm not worried about it. I'm not worried about it. If, if if we're still injured and not playing after Christmas, let's talk. But like right now, they don't want to play in this dumbass tournament, so I'm not worried about it. But I got Boston over Phoenix, and I have like. I think we got a trilogy on our hands, dog. I think we got Boston and Phoenix the next couple of years. Okay. I really do. Okay. I, I think I think we might see that. Um, okay. So MVP of the year, both of us say Jason Tatum. Rookie of the year, both of us say Wimby. Coach of the year, I say Boston's coach Joe Mazzula, and uh, Trey says Pop, Coach Pop, the goat is back for the championship. Both of us have the Celtics winning. Trey has them beating the Golden State Warriors. I have them beating my Phoenix Suns. So, first show, first time. I haven't even said the name of the show. I was, have I said the name of the show I'll show yet? No. Yeah, we call this the pump fake. So, we'll see how that works for a couple of episodes, and maybe it'll stay with you. But I want to end the show today. By the way, thank you for doing this, my brother. I hope you're enjoying yourself. I hope you had a blast. I want to, yeah, man. We've been we've been needing to do the our phone calls, y'all, are literally this podcast. Literally, this is our phone calls. So I figured let's just fucking put it on wax. Um, by the way, um, I don't know if you have any more socials you want to shout out. Do you want to shout out your socials or anything, or you just want to say fuck it, don't follow me. <laughs> No, um, uh, I'm I'm going to bypass any socials at the moment because I'm going to have new socials. I don't want, you know, I want to have the connection with the connection. I don't want nothing personal connected with. I feel you. Well, you can you can highlight your boy on on uh, kick at. Uh, I don't shout out Elon's Elon site anymore, so I say something old. So holla at me on kick at It's Ray Cash. It's R-E-Y's and Mysterio, C-A-S-H, as in dollars. But we are going to end the show today with the goaded uh, the, the, the uh, game show in sports history. Who he play for? I'm going to have Trey pick Dude, who he play the game, who he play for. Can you see my screen? Yeah. All right. We're going in normal mode. I'm going to say the name out loud. You got to tell me the team he play for. Here we go. Normal mode. 
Victor Oladipo, who he played for? Victor Oladipo is currently a Houston Rocket. All right. He plays for the Miami Heat. Terrence Mann, who he played for? Victor Oladipo got traded. It says it's updated as of today. So... Victor Depot was traded with the KJ Porter trade. Man, he's supposed to be a Houston Rocket right now. Okay, this man is a uh, is a is a Clipper. Terrence Mann is a Clipper. He's that's correct. Terrence Mann is a Clipper. Joe Weiskamp. I don't think yeah. you know who that is. <laughs> I don't know who that is. I think uh, Joe plays for. Yeah, I'm gonna say, <laughs> I'm gonna say, the Toronto Raptors. Oh damn! It didn't give a shit. The time ran out on us. Let's do this again. Hold on, cause that shit. I like that shit. That's fun. Unlimited time. There we go. Ten teams. For the record, Joe Weisskamp. Let's see who he plays for. I was gonna guess he plays for any any random white dude. Either plays for the Jazz or for the Pacers. So I was gonna say Utah or Indiana, but I ended up going with who? who he plays for the Mavericks. Ah. Okay, one more, one more time, y'all. Ten rounds. Who he play for? Here we go. Wendell Moore Jr. Hmm. Wendell Moore Jr. plays for. The Pelicans. He says Pelicans. He plays for the Timberwolves. J.D. Davison. The Thunder. You say the Thunder. He plays for the Celtics. Willie Cauley Stein. Shout out to shout out to Kentucky. I don't even know. I don't even know. I really was still in the league. Me neither. Uh, Willie probably plays. Right now, for Indiana. He says, in, he says Indiana Pacers. It's the Houston Rockets. <laughs> Christian Coloco. <laughs> now you see why it's so hard for Chuck, huh? New York Knicks. He says the New York Knicks. It's the Toronto Raptors. Vlatko Kankar. And this one I should know. I ain't gonna lie to you, I don't. Uh, Kankar. Kankar plays for Miami. He says the Miami Heat. He plays for the Denver Nuggets. Isaiah Roby. I think I heard his name before. Uh, Please. That's not a. That's if, not if a you, good. That's not a good sign. If you if you hear your name called in this segment, players, it's probably best you uh, step your game up. You know, let's <laughs> aim for seventy five on the two K rating. So we'll know who you play for. Oh, man. Because uh, we don't know Isaiah Roby. Isaiah Roby plays for um, Memphis. 
He says Memphis Grizzlies. Isaiah Roby plays for the New York Knicks. Micah Potter. Wizards. He says the Washington Wizards. He plays for the Utah Jazz. Told you. White guy. Utah Jazz. James Boonite. Charlotte. He says the Charlotte Hornets. He plays for the Charlotte Hornets. Wait a minute. We got one right. Uh, Coach Beheim's son, Buddy. I don't know if that's I mean, Coach Beheim's son. I don't know. I'm just... it's, it's, it is It is Coach Beheim's son. Okay. I don't I don't know if he made it to the league. The last time I saw Buddy playing, he was playing pickup ball. Um, he probably played for Cleveland or something like that. He might play for Atlanta. Okay, Cleveland or Atlanta, sir. Let's go with Cleveland. He says Cleveland. He plays for the Detroit Pistons. And the 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 I who who did he shut down in 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 the playoffs one year? But the star of the NBA playoffs a year ago, Jose Alvarado. Jose Alvarado played for New Orleans. The New Orleans Pelicans. We got two answers right, everybody. Two out of ten. And you know what? Uh, yeah, that's actually really good. You should be proud of yourself. Especially with these names. But I yes. do believe for a fact that uh, Nicola Depot was traded. Now, maybe the trade didn't go through, but I'm pretty sure. First of all, all the depot is hurt. So he can't play. Sure. Depot plays for the Houston Rockets. Yes, sir, you are correct. Yeah. So we give you three. How about that? I'll I take it. I'll take it. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you enjoyed the show. I hope you enjoyed the who you play for because I don't need I need you to understand that shit was hilarious for me. Uh hopefully we'll see you back here next week. And uh, you know, holla at your boys. We'll come up with a nice, cute little sign-off eventually, but this is the first one, so we'll figure out how it goes. But uh, thank y'all for listening and uh, enjoy. I actually gotta, I gotta, I gotta sign off. Oh, hit me with it one time. Uh, ladies, keep your head up. Fellas, don't get fed up. If you fall, stand tall. You come back and fight another round. Good night, ladies and gentlemen. This is Uncle Goo signing off. <laughs> I want y'all to know that was whack as shit, but we still gonna go. Bye. What's up, puppy? You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.